to after dinner mints episode i i believe 36 but who knows because i actually <laughs> fucked up the numbering system i, uh, I really want to hear you 15 episodes back and I, I can't wait to hear you go back and, and dub over your voice yeah there's been a, <laughs> the there's been numbers. at least eight of these so far that i've had to fucking <laughs> delete out like this is episode number blah 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 because i fucking saved one is the wrong number and then fucking continually just announced the incorrect number anyway so now he's going in manually deleting (laughs) yes not an interesting story anyway (laughs) nolan here uh it's uh jay again and Um, special guest rich owens i used to be uh, a special guest uh a i haven't seen rich in 17 years we just figured like well we just figured out we graduated in 2000 it's not like the math was that fucking hard like i was doing a fucking algebraic equation or some shit to figure this out (laughs) but um we've all known each other since we were about six years old so this will be a uh five maybe five right why i i came around a year late six yeah yeah Mm, i know i moved to hamilton and sit when i was six oh well six years old okay yeah actually you two are probably i mean you're two of the old people i've I've known the longest i guess at this point yeah Yeah, for sure so i got a an interesting two interesting stories from the past couple weeks so um I'll, i'll start with some backstory just to fill in so i've uh and and people who've listened to the show before obviously know most of his backstory. So uh, if you don't want to hear the backstory, fast forward a couple minutes or suck my fucking balls. I don't give a shit. Does the internet have a fast forward button? The internet does have a fast forward button because you can uh, download. Yeah, it's just fucking. It's a, yeah, it's, it's an, an iPod player. Oh, yeah. I love to fast forward through any kind of commercials at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. dude, every JRE fast forward seven minutes. About and that's seven about minutes. You get like seven minutes is where it goes. And it's about yeah. five for Fighter and the Kid. Like, I'm starting to fucking get these patterns. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, since we've last met, I've gotten, like, deep into the fucking restaurant business, right? Yeah. Um, risen through the ranks all the way to being a VP of operations. So, for the past five years, I've been the vice president of this company called the Taco Truck out of Hoboken. Um, which I'm not sure I've actually used the name uh okay. on the show uh, before but no you haven't not that i know, know what i i was just didn't i ask you i sent you a text message about this but like i read a story about yep. taco truck company just closing up <laughs> a ton of stores yeah so, so hey, let's doesn't let's, no one work yeah, for taco so trucks let me hear from the VP. this <laughs> from the fucking horse's mouth so so i started there about five years ago and basically here's the backstory um the, the founder founder, like there's two founders, right? Two co-founders. But the guy who initially had the idea, um, basically what he wanted to do, you know, there's a whole story that he made up. Like I was in Mexico fishing and I fell in love with the cuisine and I wanted to bring it to the East Coast. And none of that's true. Um, I mean, it's like partially true, but it's all fucking after the fact. What happened is the, the initial founder is like a serial entrepreneur. Um, and is always like trying to get ahead of the curve on the next big idea. So, and like part of the way he does that is he like, he's, he invests a lot of his personal time into finding out like what up and coming people are doing. And then he tries to beat him to the punch, you know, basically an idea thief. Um, so initially he wanted to open, you know, it was like 2007, 2008 
food trucks, like the whole food truck scene was, was really starting to generate a buzz, but there's nothing in New Jersey, like nothing. There's, you know, catering trucks, ice cream trucks, shit like that. But, you know, diners would have trucks and go do catering events, but like nothing legit. Right. Um, so he like timing is right. He was way ahead of the curve. And what he wanted to start was a company called the quesadilla cart. And the concept was to serve pizza sized quesadillas off of food trucks at college campuses. Which is fucking stupid because you're going to make money for one hour a night only off of kids who are already extremely intoxicated before they fucking pass out. And if you don't capture them in that one hour, you don't have any business. The quesadilla cart. The quesadilla cart. It's a clever name. Yeah, alliteration. Clever, He's big clever on alliteration. Yes, yeah. alliteration. Um, so he went to some, some people and they were like, no, that's fucking stupid. You're going to make money for one hour a night on three nights a week and you know that's a bad idea um so i want to i want to hire quesadilla hired man. a marketing you know n- didn't hire a marketing firm but like got some marketing people involved who were like no you if you're gonna do it fucking do it like make it make sense right um and then he hired a consultant to develop the brand with him the consultant was like look this is going in a good direction sort of like something i'm doing now was like this is going in a good direction if you want to really launch it i will put some money in get involved and we'll grow the company and then you know the taco truck was born um much to the second partner's lack of knowledge that there was already a company called the taco truck with the big orange truck out in california that jay also pilfered that entire idea from uh so fast forward They've opened their first restaurant. It's, you know, like four or five years into the business. And they get to a place where they sign a franchisee up in Boston. And they sign a couple leases in New Jersey. And the way the the second partner describes it is, you know, we sat across from the table from each other. And we were like, we have no fucking idea how to do this. So we need to bring on somebody who does. Um, I was in another company called Saxby's. I was their national director of operations. And, uh, you know, 50% of my job was dealing with franchisees and the other 50% of my job was overseeing the people who ran our corporate locations. Uh, so they had just gotten bought by another company. The rumor was that that company was going to replace all of us with their people, which happens when that thing, you know, when shit like that happens. So no harm, no foul, just par for the course. Um, but the timing was right, and I was introduced by a mutual friend, and she was like, look, I know it's weird, you, because I had 40 restaurants at the time. These guys have one, but trust me, meet them. You'll get it. I went, and I met them, and I was like, I fucking get it. So when I started, they were total mom and pop, um, no, you know, and I don't want to get, like, super technical here, but basically no nothing, like – handwritten schedules, you know, ordering from, you work in restaurants. Yeah. So like handwritten schedules, no P&L, no fucking, no knowledge of their food costs, you know, a lot of focus on service and like quality of food, but no, no like focus on consistency. Like portions are fucking five ounces and this is this and this is that. And this is how we cook this. And the same person prepares it every day except for their two days off and you do it and you do the recipes exactly like they like none of that it was just like oh throw a little bit of this in throw a little bit of that in write the schedule on the wall 
10 different fucking vendors. Literally, when I started, they had five different vendors. Someone who did their paper, someone who did their produce, someone who did fucking Mexican supplies. Someone Dude, who that's did my restaurant. Dry goods. I work like, for a family restaurant. Yeah, that shit's insane. So I got there, and I changed fucking everything. I wrote a, a fucking 60... 60 module training program everything from like i've never worked in a restaurant how do i wash my hands all the way through how do i run fucking 10 restaurants at once um pnl scheduling programs i brought them down to one vendor to fucking supply so instead of having fucking 15 orders placed a week you place three orders a week one vendor carries everything just so much fucking work that went into this opened restaurants from massachusetts all the way through philadelphia with them Real, real quick, I remember when you wrote that the module handbook. You were, sh- you were, shit, fucking excited. You couldn't have been more excited and proud of yourself. Oh yeah, was... and I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. You just kept mentioning washing your hands, washing your. But yeah, you 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 would go on about this thing for weeks. <laughs> I'm literally years ago. Like I'm but... literally in the process of doing the same exact thing for another company right now, which is fine. I enjoy doing it. It's like it's it's in my wheelhouse. Um. Anyway, fast forward. You know, you, we get to October of last year, and the other partner is basically tired of the the founding, like the main. They're both considered co-founders, but the one who uh, who everyone likes and get alongs with and actually knows what he's doing is like tired of the other one's shit, and he's like, "I need to get the fuck out of here." So he does, um, and he stays on board in a consulting capacity, just heading real estate and construction, which is really what he did for the company anyway. And uh, around that time, we noticed that bills stopped getting paid. And, you know, vendors that we've always paid early are now getting paid like 60 days late on like 30-day terms. So we're like 90 days behind on all of our fucking bills. Um, Paychecks start bouncing. All kinds of weird fucking shit. Uh, Meanwhile, we're going through this giant fucking opening in King of Prussia Mall, new wing of the mall, completely redeveloped, and it got pushed back from October when it was supposed to open to January because of, like, issues with, like, tying in with the gas lines and closing of the restaurants. So I'm going to try to abbreviate this and not get into all the boring shit. So um, fast forward to April... I go to the the one remaining founder and, you know, I'm now a partner in the company. I have been for a couple of years. I go and I'm like, look, I'm hearing rumors that you're going to sell. And not only am I hearing rumors, but I believe you're going to sell because things are getting weird because people aren't getting paid because vendors aren't getting paid because, you know, there's just the writings on the wall. You're trying to slash costs like left and right. And you haven't been, like, heavily involved in any of this stuff. So, you know, I've been down this road. I've been with companies that are going to sell. Tell me the fucking truth. Come clean with me. I'm not going to sell. I don't know who's telling you that. So, you know, tell me who's telling you that. I'm not going to tell you. But what I will tell you is that I've been doing this for fucking 17 years. You've been doing this for fucking eight. A lot of the people that you are talking to or people that I already know and they're kind con- you know, I had one, one group come to me and say, look, he's trying to sell to us. Can you give us the fucking inside scoop? Like what's the deal? What's going on? Another who came to me and was like, look, he's trying to sell to us. If we buy, do you want to stay on board? And I'm like, just fucking come clean with me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to give you fucking two weeks and you need to give me a reason to stay or I have to go. So two weeks goes by, he makes no mention of anything, no mention of the conversation. I go back to him and I was like, listen, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave the second week in May. 
what the fuck? I can't believe you're only giving me six weeks. I'm like, dude, I've given you five years. You can fuck off. You've done nothing but lie and be inconsistent. Fucking change your story whenever anything happens. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to come clean with you. I am shutting the company down. I'm, I'm going to sell. Okay. Had you fucking told me this two weeks ago, we wouldn't be in this position. But I've already accepted a job offer. Um, I would have either stayed to oversee the transition and move on to with you know to work with the new owners or stayed to oversee the transition and then been like, okay, I'm going to start, but I'm going to start after the company changed hands. I'm going to go over here now. He's like, well, we're not... We're not selling the brand. We're selling the restaurants and the assets, like the equipment, the fucking the ovens, the slicers, the grills. Why the fuck would you do that? Well, it's easier to make money that way. No. That's the dumbest thing I ever no, seen. So they just not. sold off the like equity. If you have a the, highly successful business. So yeah, the, the, success, the theoretical equity even, uh, that is the success of the company, right? Yeah. The brand so, awareness. So, and, you know, like I, how much profit does it generate? Dude, That's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trudge on slander here, but, you know, at this point, it fucking is what it is. So, yeah. so just to give perspective, that's like if you own – uh, Q-tips. If you own Hungry Man, right? <laughs> if you own Hungry Man TV dinners, and you have the option, you can be like, all right, I want to get out of this business fucking tomorrow. I could sell Hungry Man TV dinners to some other, to, to fucking, to General Mills, right? And General Mills comes in, and they bid on Hungry Man, and Kellogg's, and Post, and fucking Sara Lee. They all come in and bid on Hungry Man, right? Mm -hmm. And now they own this brand and, you know, maybe they change the marketing. Maybe they change the logo. Maybe they're like new look or like whatever, but it already generates revenue. So they have the ability to tweak it to generate even more revenue. Or I can say, I'm going to close this company down. I'm going to shut the doors. I'm going to just sell all these fucking TV dinners and whatever I can't sell. I'm going to throw in the trash. I have these empty plastic containers with this frozen right. food. <laughs> so obviously you make more money selling the company than just selling the shit you own. Yeah. I'm like, this makes no sense. The only way that this would make sense is if you don't want to open the books to somebody because if you open the company, if you sell the company, you have to open the books. So I'm going to abbreviate a lot here. I call him on his bullshit. He lies about it. He lies about it. He lies about it. He goes, well, I'm going to shut the company down in June. I need you to stay till June because if you don't stay till June, everybody's going to figure out what's going on. I was like, I've already figured out what's going on. I don't give a fuck if anybody else figures out what's going on. I'm not going to say shit to anybody until I leave. Once I leave, all bets are off. I'm going to tell anybody anything I fucking know because I don't work here anymore and I don't give a shit. Um, but I've already committed to a start date and I'm not going to lose another job with someone else because you want me to stick around. <clears throat> so it's like an argument, but whatever. And then he calls me that Friday afternoon and tells me he's going to close the whole company within seven days. What? In the next seven days, everybody starts finding out about this, right? Like, not just people who work there, but people who work for competitors, people who are, like, our next-door neighbors. I think there was a news like snippet on my, my Google News stand or something. There yeah. was news snippets. Yeah, there was shit I saw, I saw something out. about this. So... You know, as he's telling me he's going to close everything down, he's like, I've already spoken to the vendors. I've already spoken to our landlords. I've already spoken to everybody we need to. So one of the first things that happened is I have the general manager and king of Prussia, who, who is Kevin, who's a regular on the show, go to his next door neighbor 
in the mall and say, look, we have a lot of good employees. We'd like to find a place for them. Can they come? You know, do you want to talk to any of them? Do you have any open positions? He goes to mall management and is like, look, I don't want a vacancy next door to me because it's going to hurt my business. What are you guys going to do? And they say, why would you have a vacancy next door to you? They immediately call Jay, who freaks the fuck out and calls me. He's like, why the fuck are we telling anybody? Simon wasn't supposed to know. You already told us that they know. So why would we have to keep it a secret? Well, they didn't know. Everyone else does but them. Okay, don't believe that. A couple days go by. One of our neighbors in the shopping center that we're in in Princeton finds out that we're closing. Basically, same thing. Like, hey, we have a couple good people. Do you need them? We're happy to send them over here. Goes to the landlord and is like, look, this shopping center is struggling for good tenants. What are we going to do about this place is closing? What do you mean this place is closing? This happens on three occasions. In the meantime, all of our property and assets get seized in all of the restaurants except for one because one is not owned by a professional property management company. The others all are. Um, He's still like denying everything. But meanwhile, he buys a mansion in Venice, California. He's like, I need to be out of here by, you know, the next week because we've closed on this house. We I bought a house. You don't fucking close on it. You don't say, hey, I'm going to buy a house. And then you fucking close on it. Now I got to move. It takes fucking like 12 weeks to close on a house. So this shit's been planned for a long time. So now the other partners are calling me saying, what the fuck's going on? Give us a story. Because they're all suspicious because they haven't seen their fucking, ta- you know, it's called the K-9. They haven't seen their, or K-2. They haven't seen their fucking, basically their tax return forms for fucking dumping hundreds of thousands of dollars in the company. And they don't know where it's going. Um, or how much money they're making or losing. And they're like, we haven't seen these forms in fucking five years. I'm like, well, I'm a partner. I haven't seen these forms ever. Um, so, you know, long story short, it's pretty fucking clear. Like, there's smoking guns here, right? Like, it's where there's smoke, there's fire, something fucked up happened. We are spontaneously closing every fucking restaurant we own. With, you know, the quote-unquote, we're going to sell it. Every bid to buy the company has been rejected. Um, But we're accepting bids to sell individual restaurants to new brands. None of this makes any fucking sense. Uh, And even as articles are being published, you're like, this doesn't make sense. Companies don't do this. Something fucking happened. You know, can't tell you what, but something happened. Uh, Our vendors are questioning it. Our landlords are questioning it. They all want their fucking money. Um, here's where it gets funny. (laughs) So I'm in the office and one of the things I have to do as we're closing down is I have to drive around, you know, we have the POS system, it's all iPads. So I have to drive around and get all these iPads. So I bring them all back to the office, except for from one restaurant, which is actually still operating that week. And he goes, he looks at the stack of fucking iPads from like six different restaurants, like, you know, two registers, terminals, blah, 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 checklist iPads. So like 16 iPads, right? He looks at me and he goes, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with all these iPads. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, shrugging my shoulders. And he's like, you want an iPad? <laughs> and I was like, sure, I guess. He goes... How's 80 bucks sound? It's like, <laughs> what? Are you, are you fucking kidding me? He goes, dude, these are airs. They're like $500 in the store. 
And I was like, aren't you? Oh, I left this part out. He's the son of, of like a multimillionaire. This is where his money comes from in the first place. Fucking trust fund baby. His dad's a major banker. Worked with like Discover, Chase, Morgan Stanley. Like major fucking banking player. I'm like, aren't you the son of a billionaire? Aren't you like a trust fund kid? You need my 80 bucks for an iPad? He's like, dude, he's like, I can't just fucking give him away. He's like, <laughs> hey, man, do you want an iPad? Doesn't sound like, hey, man, want to buy an iPad? I, was <laughs> I got like, these iPads. I was like, at what point did you go from, you know, like, I I have fucking millions of dollars in the bank to like, I'll suck your dick because you I fucking, I was like, iPads. how bad are things, right? So he gets... He, like, laughs it off like I'm fucking joking, which I'm not. So I leave the office. I go to our garage where one of our trucks is housed. And he's like, you know, we're going to have people come in and look at equipment. And I need you to evaluate, like, what's going to be there and what's not. So I'm like, sure. So he calls me. He starts getting real fucking shitty on the phone. Completely lose my fucking temper with him. Um... Because in an interesting turn of events, I accepted a position to be a COO with the company that owns the garage that our truck is parked in because they're the owners of another restaurant group that I now run. So um, as he's yelling about the job that he wants me to do cleaning the garage, I remind him that I don't really feel like it's my responsibility to clean a garage, not because I'm above fucking cleaning, but this is a mess you made. So like the whole fucking thing is the mess you made. So I'm not real keen on the idea of cleaning the garage. And by the way, I'm actually the landlord here. So you could come clean this garage your fucking self. <laughs> and I'd be happy to fucking sit here and watch you clean the garage. And by the way, you actually owe me three months back rent on this fucking space. <laughs> so let's not play this fucking game. He doesn't talk to me for an entire week. I see him on Friday. We're clearing shit out of the office. And he goes, uh, he, he basically likes the same conversation with the iPads, right? He's like, man, what the fuck? We have so many air conditioners in this office. It's like, yeah, I guess so. We have a lot of air conditioners. We have like a window unit downstairs, a window unit upstairs. Do air conditioner? There's a window unit upstairs, a window unit in the upstairs back office, and there's one like sitting on the floor in the back office. And he's like, he's like, man, if I just had the time to like stick around and list these on Craigslist, I could sell them for like 100 bucks a piece. And I was like, I find it difficult to believe that you'd get $100 for a fucking used air conditioner. You could buy a fucking air conditioner. Did he want to try to sell bucks. you a bulk lot of, of used air conditioners? So he goes, uh, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I feel like I could. He's like, you want an air conditioner? And I was like, <laughs> 20 bucks. No, no, dude, you don't know how on you are. He's like, he goes, he goes, you want an air conditioner? I was like, no, I don't really need an air conditioner. He's like, you sure? He's like, like 25 bucks. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding I'm me? practically giving him away, bro. Yeah, dude. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And he goes, he's like, that's a really good price. I was like, I don't fucking care if it is a really good price. I was like, do you understand that you went from like running a company that I know for a fact you net it fucking $3 million plus a year 
like to try into to your own fucking you pocket. Can, you can accumulate five hundred dollars off me, of Craigslist deals. Yeah, to, to trying to sell me an air conditioner for fucking twenty five bucks. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Don't how you much, see all these nice things I have? Like, how much fucking trouble are you in? So <laughs> I find this really fucking amusing, and he's getting really fucking pissed that I'm like calling him on, you know, being in a lot of fucking trouble. And obviously, he's in a lot of trouble because, you know, there's... Can't you see all these nice we air are, conditioners? We're, quote-unquote, losing money. But meanwhile, I know we make $3 million in profits a year because I'm million. the person who fucking does our finances. <laughs> so, um, so I, you know, I'm leaving or I'm not there. I call the other fucking partner who is no longer with us, and I'm telling him this story. And he goes, what air conditioner did he try to give you? I was like, oh, you know the one that's, like, just sitting under the desk in the back room? He's like, yeah. And I was like, that one. He's like, he tried to sell you that air conditioner. I was like, yeah. He goes, that's my grandmother's air conditioner. <laughs> he goes, I took it out of my grandmother's house when she died and brought it to the office because one of the air conditioners wasn't working right. <laughs> and I'm fucking dying with laughter and he's I'm like dude I'm so sorry I don't mean to be like laughing about your grandmother right now he's like no it's fine he goes that just he's like this is why I fucking left in October he goes that tells you what a piece of shit he is he's a fucking millionaire but he will still try to sell you a fucking dead woman's air conditioner for, for fucking 25 bucks <laughs> And, ext- and and sell you extol the vir- the virtues of this air conditioner. And extol the virtues of how I'm getting a good fucking deal because he could sell it for a hundred dollars on Craigslist. Look at all this Freon it's got. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how the taco truck fucking died. Wow. I think that is the first time you said the name of the place that you worked at. Yeah. Previously worked at. Uh, yeah, I made an express effort not to fucking mention the name of it on the air. Yeah, I, I blatantly outed myself and said, said a name I shouldn't have said on here uh, immediately upon the, my first show. First thing I did was start blur- blurting my name out and Ken started to drop allegedly into there many times. Yeah. And, and bleep me out. He started censoring me. <laughs> he was censoring me. Yeah. He would like he physically yell over top of me. He was doing it for your own safety, though. It wasn't oh, like, oh no, you know, I understand. Don't that. say that on the fucking air. It was oh, like, no, dude, don't get yourself don't incriminate yourself here. I, I, like he, I would be sitting here talking, and he would literally just start instead of like going in and editing the sense, you know, censoring me. Out, he would just start speaking loudly over top of me. Yeah. <laughs> like manually censor, manual censorship. Is that a thing? Manual censorship. Yeah. We might not supposed is. to say like people's phone numbers and addresses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't dox people on no. podcasts. What's wrong with that? No, you cannot. You could. You you just, cr- I guess you, know. you could. Yeah. So yeah, so that's my story. That's my past couple weeks. Not wow. not long after my identity was stolen, I uh, I was I was telling him the the tra- some of the issues I've had and how difficult it was and my hatred for Google. And I said, well, like you don't understand. I don't. Blah blah blah. Like all these things are tied to your uh, to your password. And I said, like you know, sure. how easy, how difficult is your password? And he said, it's it's ten characters. It's my uh, it's the the phone number I used to have as a kid. And so I, I again, we've known we've all known each other since we were like six seven years old. I haven't called this man, or nor had I had a reason to call this telephone number since I was maybe eight. So I I knew the the digit. I knew the phone number. So I, I guessed immediately seven-tenths of his password right off the bat. And, like, the look on his face was, like, shock and horror. And I, like, and I, he was like, what the fuck? So I, yeah. guessed, I guessed it, and I, I knew at that point he went and changed his password immediately. But I knew I was, seven, I was 70% of the way Christ. to hacking his life. 
I was yeah. right there. <laughs> I was right there. Damn, it's it's crazy what numbers you you I, remember. I sat there and I tried to guess the the remaining three characters until he changed his password, just because I wanted to tell him how uh, much it sucked. How you I could guess. fucking own somebody's life? Oh yeah, you, you can find their password. I was seventy oh percent of the way to owning his life. It would be my entire life. Yeah. You would own my kids' lives. They have sub accounts under my under my 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 account. Like. Yeah. I should have just stayed quiet and let you let you believe I didn't remember the telephone <laughs> number. And then sat patiently guessing the remaining 999. Boy, actually, Jesus Christ, 26, uh, remaining thousands of potential it's options. Like three to the 10th degree, I think. I don't know anybody's fucking phone numbers anymore. I know, no. I know mine. I know my wife's only. And I only know that because there's so many situations where, like, you have to like write down an emergency contact or like someone else they could call. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't fucking remember that. Yeah, I know my job's number just because I'm constantly leaving messages with it. But that's it. Yeah. I can't even think of another number. I have to sometimes like check, like where it says on my phone, like my number, just to double check that is my number. Yeah. I know. I know about a handful I give of it numbers out so probably too. Yeah. <laughs> or I just send it to people. I don't even know. Everybody whose phone numbers I know, their numbers are either like, they're just old numbers from like when I was younger. And yeah, that was this. Style numbers. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this number was active and like, for years. No, I don't think any of them are fucking active anymore except maybe like my father's phone number. But like everyone else is like people who've either moved or they're dead. And and it's like I don't know any of the fucking numbers anymore. Actually, in a in a for some ridiculous reason, out of uh, convenience or laziness or whatever it is, I um it's it's not really a I don't I don't know what the benefits is to anybody but her. I still use what you know how you can go when you get a uh, rewards card someplace you at the store you have like the yeah. key fob or you can scan the little card right or you use like a telephone number. So I I still use a telephone number of a girl I dated like a decade ago well like a, well, a, well over a decade ago um her telephone number at like rite aid or at a shop or like certain places why because i don't want to sign up for the right? rewards number and even back then i i knew that she had an account so like throughout the time if i if there was something i wanted like throughout over the last 10 jesus christ over the last eight years yo i've come i've taken to a have maybe it's only it's only at rite aids and i think it's at those two places Dude, I gotta tell Did you, you that's that woman? strange as fuck. I don't know why, man. I just the thing is, it's only if it's like if I this know this isn't a, like someone's Netflix password. This is oh like, no, it's yo, like but, you've but so earned she, her so many turkeys, dude. No, no, I don't. I think it's more Rite Aid. So I probably get her these reward bucks or something or whatever. Walgreens, it's Walgreens. There's Walgreens. So I get her these rewards bucks because like I, it's you know, it's oh the sale price is only if you have a card. Right. Like, I want that two dollars off. So I, I want to. I never wanted to, to go through the trouble of signing up for my own, so I would just punch in her number, and then I realized like hers is one of the few numbers I know in this world anymore. I haven't talked to her, and I haven't talked to her in years. Uh, but I mean, she still probably gets some. You know, like I think I think you get rewards for that Walgreens. Like you get like, oh, spend fifty bucks, get five dollars. Yeah. I've easily accumulated her some free some free dollars. Oh yeah. I use being with me pays off. Somehow, I actually do use my um, like my old fucking bedroom phone number from like my dad's house oh, for yeah. a lot of shit because I just don't want people to have my number. And then I use for my email. So my email is like my full name and a middle initial, but I just use my full name. And But it, there's obviously someone, like someone else has that email account. 
because I couldn't get it, which is why I had to use like a combination of initials and shit. Yeah. So someone else has like my name out there on a Gmail account. That person is like every fucking rewards club that I'm a member of. They're getting my fucking emails because I just use that email address. So, yeah. It's a good story. I should tell it at parties. For a really long time, I was getting another, uh, there's a Jason Montag uh, who resides somewhere in Chicago or something. Anyway, he has two kids that are very sports athletic, they're athletic motherfuckers because every year I would get, I would, uh, Jay Montag, oh, there goes my name, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, my, my old email address would get, uh, would get. Um, the sports sign-up list, the sports invites, the kids, great, every, anything you can imagine that was related to this kid's school or these kids, they would come into my inbox and I'd politely have to tell them, no, this isn't my thing. And then somehow so I'd keep coming back onto these email lists of flyers or, or cheer club or baseballs or whatever the hell it is, man. Right. Yeah, email sucks. Go postal service. Yeah, apparently fucking people don't even like have email addresses anymore. That's like apparently like millennials are like, really? I yeah. You have to have at least an email address. I would I imagine Facebook but, Messenger and Facebook, right? Yeah, dude. Like I text. so I'm talking to like fucking job application sites and shit because I have to deal with shit like that. They're like, they're like, dude. People don't even use fucking email addresses anymore. They, it's like it's all in your mobile phone. Use your mobile phone number for everything. They, people get emails to their mobile phone and they use like Facebook Messenger and like that's it. And I'm like. I don't fucking, I refuse to use Facebook Messenger. Like, if you Facebook message me, I might see that shit in a couple months. I've been on Facebook in general right. for a few months now. Couldn't be happier. I don't like having it on my phone. It eats up so much data. Yeah, I don't, power. I don't, definitely don't put it on my phone. If I see a Facebook message, I'm like sitting at my computer. Something has fucking compelled me to log on to Facebook because I only use it on my phone. And I'm like, oh shit, somebody messaged me. But like. I don't see it. I don't fucking respond to them. But, you know, I, I'll respond and be like, sorry that I didn't see this in six months. But here's the answer to that question that I'm sure you don't care about anymore. If I see a Facebook message, that means I've successfully completed my DeLorean, <laughs> my DeLorean build. And I've traveled back in time to a place where I actually had a Facebook account. So, yeah, nah, I went on Facebook today and checked to see who still wishes me a happy birthday. Oh uh, yeah, that was nice. I didn't. I I thought that's the only day I thought about being on Facebook. I'm like, that's this is the one thing I'm gonna miss. One thousand people I haven't talked to in a few years bothering me with my birthday message. Like this is the one day I may miss it. But other than that, and I I didn't really miss it that day. Other than that, I'm good. One time, <laughs> comedian uh, Tiffany Haddish uh, sent me a some kind of card on Facebook. Are you name dropping people? Kinda. Who's that? I don't know. She's some kind of comedian. She's black. She likes to queef in the microphone. That's always. That's I always feel good. like I know who you mean. You know who I'm talking about. Miss Pappy talking about her. What? Miss Pat's fucking hilarious. Miss <laughs> Pat black, is pretty fucking funny, comedians, actually. Man. Oh, black I don't comedians. know. Uh, you guys are way more in the the podcast. And I just like comedy people. too. Yeah, I'm a huge fucking comedy. I'm fan. a comedy nerd. I'm trying to. I make myself laugh a lot. It's like so, I don't know. I I appreciate it. I've been having problems laughing lately. Yeah. Because I have like this lump in my stomach right here. I don't know. It just rubs against my rib right here. 
But like whenever I laugh, it just like constantly rubs against there. I'm just like, ah. That you hurts. should probably have that checked out. I have had it checked out. My doctor said that's totally fine. I'm pretty sure my doctor's messed up. My doctor <laughs> also told me that marijuana doesn't raise your heart rate. Was he a She's flat like, earther? I never heard of no shit like that. I was like, oh. Does he also believe the earth is flat? No. Yeah. Dude. Dude. I need a new doctor. Fucking. There's people that believe the earth is flat, right? Yes. And that's crazy. <laughs> yes. I, and I, I was not aware of this. There is a crazier group of people that believe the earth is hollow. Oh, no. Yeah, I've heard of this. And that there's like... What the fuck? Yes. You mean like a globe? Like an actual hollowed out globe? Like it's hollow. Yes, like it's hollow. And like, have you ever seen Journey to the Center of the Earth or something? Where like no, they but have I have like seen Journey to the Center of the Earth too like with the, the rock. center of the Earth and shit. I've not. Yeah. I, I, I did see the they second one like with the that. rock. Yeah. They and think that there's, that like, there's like... Alien li- reptilians? Lizard right? people. Yeah, lizard Living people. in the fucking center of the Earth. That are like controlling, secretly controlling the world. Those are David Icke people. Dude. My brother's a David Icke person. Is he really? Yeah. My Dude, little brother. It yeah. is fucking crazy. Not only is it crazy, but it's actually physically impossible because if the earth was like it a Cadbury cream, like a Cadbury sun, cream egg, it would crush into itself. Well, just based on its own fucking gravitational pull. Yeah. I are mean, these the- that's how gravity works. It pulls everything into the center. Yes. Are these the same people that are building um, shelters, like survival shelters and, and stuff? Yeah, Fallout shelters? that's Alex Jones people. Nah, I, I don't know. This yeah, is like, no, this, I think no, they're this separate. Is step, yeah, this is a step further I, than This might be like Alex two Jones. steps further. Yeah. So people that believe that the <laughs> Earth is actually... Alex so Jones is crazy. And a skip. <laughs> but you, here's the thing. Alex Jones is crazy. Yeah. But it's not... But he's crazy for profit. Yes. And he's not totally implausible so okay wait, like so you could no, there is some stuff he's on the crack of but what, are, what yeah. is the, what is the theory here that there's 20 ground but he 20, also 20 feet of, seriously of, of believes that like or like i don't I, I can't look into it because i'm afraid i'll fucking do you know what the, like, what is, what is his what is he the theory he also theory? believes in interdimensional child molesters what so. is what is yes. a hollow earth though does, is a hollow earth like five feet of dirt and then nothing underneath like how far does he believe no it goes no out? no like miles underneath the dirt Oh, Miles, uh, so yeah, my, yeah. And it's just a centered, hollowed-out core. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like another sun. There's, a, like, a sun inside. Right? That actually does yeah. seem Some of them plausible. think that there's, yes, like, that I there's think like I've a, seen, like, a there's graphic There's, like, a sun inside there's the fucking There's a sun earth. inside the Earth. <laughs> so, like, Journey to the Ascendant of the Earth, too, yes, with the exactly, rock. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. They think it's what? exactly like that. Like, Jules Verne wrote, like, a documentary and not, like, a fictional yeah, tale. Yeah, like, they think, like, so, there's people that believe that, like, volcanoes and shit, when they erupt, it's, like coming from the sun in the center of the earth and that's like the plasma from the sun when you had referenced you said have you ever seen journey to the center of the earth it's like that i said no because i haven't seen journey to the center of the earth but when you described it actually described it it's exactly like journey to the center of the earth 2 which i have seen (laughs) so i get the reference now what (laughs) (laughs) they made journey to the center of the earth 2 Oh yeah, I saw. I saw was, there, was that guy in was it? Was there two books? The Rock. The Rock was in it. The Rock was in it. Yeah, the Rock. Like, smell what the Rock is cooking. Was no, it? no, no. You're thinking of. You're thinking of the Mummy. No, it's Journey to the Center of the Earth Two. Is there with two the books? No. Oh no. How do you make just... a sequel if there's one book? I mean, they made they made a they've made a new Star Wars movie uh, that's not was based it on a book. Journey back to the center of the Earth. 
I mean, you're asking a lot of technical questions for a movie or that stars Jerry Dwayne Tenney. The Rock Johnson. All right. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to. I don't know what you want from me right now. I'm just telling you that it Listen, existed. The Rock's gonna run for president. That's they what they go to the center of the earth. Journey to the he center of the, the earth. Smackdown he on... can win. He can totally win. <laughs> Is he Hawaiian? I don't know. Uh, uh, fucking nah, he's like some kind of mix of like Polynesian. People and, like, fucking vote for anybody. He could fucking totally wow. win. People do vote for anybody. People vote for anybody. The Rock could fucking win. Uh, if it was a popularity contest, he would whoop ass. Well, it, it kind of is, isn't it? It kind of is. Kind a of popularity contest. Actually, totally. it's exactly <laughs> it's exactly yeah. what it is. Have you ever seen Idiocracy? Yes. It's slowly turning yes. into that. It dude. is slowly turning into I've never fucking seen the whole movie. That's one of those movies that, like, I catch, like, as I'm going through chat. I don't even have cable anymore, so I can't remember. But fucking, like, as I'm flipping through channels and then it's on and then I watch, like, 20 minutes of it and fall asleep. I've seen, I believe, the whole movie in fucking pieces, but never straight through. Dax Shepard deserves an Oscar nod. I just should remember deserve an Oscar nod. Trying to trying to grow plants with like Gatorade, like it's got because, electrolytes. Because it has electrolytes. <laughs> yeah, Mike Judge is a is a criminally over underlooked overlooked uh criminally overlooked uh entertainer. Didn't writer. he write um basketball or was that no, no that, that was, was the uh, South Park. Yeah, South was, Park. No, he did uh. He did, uh, he did King of the Hill. Space, he did right? Office Space, King he of the Hill. He did do Office Space. Yeah. Um, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. Fucking Office and Space. And Silicon Valley. I feel like I feel like people don't finally don't know. I don't want to say finally. That's the wrong word. But I feel like people who are like 18 to 25 now don't know Office Space. No. No, they do, or no, they don't. No, they, it's no, fucking they weird, don't. right? Like, I feel like I could reference Office Space to, like, most people I know, and they just instantly start laughing. But, like, if I was to, like, you know, go to work and talk to somebody working in one of my restaurants and be like, I want my staplers, they would be like, why are you talking like that? <laughs> like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't fucking get it. They wouldn't get the reference at all. At I, all. I would probably just get you a stapler. I, I would eventually yeah. get the reference, but I would just think you're having a bad day and get you a stapler. I was uh, I was in my old office one day, and this girl who annoyed me who sat next to me was, like, bitching that somebody took her stapler, and I immediately went into that fucking, <laughs> oh, he took my stapler, and she was fucking furious because it was a spot-on assessment of her fucking, her complaint. You know what? I realize that I don't watch enough movies, or I don't watch enough movies repeatedly. I watch a lot of varied things. Yeah. And so I don't make as many references to things because I have no repeatability of the things that I'm watching. So it doesn't huh. it doesn't really stick to me, you know? So you don't, you're not a pop culture reference guy, is that what you're saying? No, I, I really try. No, I'm more of like a topical person. Like if it's... If it's going on right now, that's what I'm. That's what I'm about. I'm always in the moment. I'm okay. like a pop culture reference guy, but only with Kevin Smith. Exc- <laughs> but exclusively with Kevin Smith. <laughs> like Kevin Smith and Thirty Rock, 
and a little bit of Scrubs, and then like outside of that, I have no cultural references. I don't know. I don't know if we talked. Have you ever seen? Have you seen the movie Tusk? No, no I, I keep wanting want to. to see this. Damn it! So, don't here. talk about it, please. Don't talk uh, about it. I know you want. I to, feel. But... I feel very angry at the fact that you just said how you're an expert on Kevin Smith. Uh, pop culture yeah, no, it's fucking. I re- I recently watched Yoga Hosers, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I, but it was it was uh, awesome. No, yeah, I, I, Red State I had, was good. That was the one before Tusk. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was really good. That was a real big departure. Yeah, T- just as Tusk was. So as Red State was a departure from everything else, Tusk is a departure as much a departure from even Red State and everything else. Tusk was, like he still talks about it and he's like I can't believe we've actually made that fucking movie. It is it is the the only thing I'll say it is far and away the most disturbing film I've I've seen still really? over the last few years. Oh yeah. It, really? There's a there's just a scene at there's a uh I, I without giving it away it's really difficult to to describe. There's a the final scene the the closing scene the last 30 to 45 seconds of the movie is uh, it's it's a cumulative moment. Like you had to have watched the movie to to really feel the effect of the uh, to to see the moment. You know, to, yeah. to feel it for it to to really have that effect on you. But when if you do, if you sat through the film and that last closing, the last final moment is so demented and fucked up. You know that's based on a real thing. No. Yeah. So but somebody really tried to create a a. a, a... So have you ever listened to Smodcast? No. All right. Have you? No. All right, so Smodcast is this podcast. It's like the the first pod. It's really like the first podcast. It was like before Rogan, before fucking uh, not Adam Curry, Adam Carolla, or our, our my boy Ira Glass. Yeah, actually, yeah, it was a podcast before this. This American Life was a fucking radio That's show forever. But um, so Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier do Smodcast, and they have and like for a long time, but like. Uh, couple years back before Tusk was out they do this thing like he's obsessed with Canada and Canadian culture so they'll do things like they'll do like this thing called scan BC where they read like uh, like police blurbs from British Columbia and they'll read like Craigslist ads from like all over Canada and there was a there was like legitimately a classified Craigslist ad in Canada asking someone to like come live at their house and live there rent free, but the catch was they had to fucking dress up like a walrus whenever the guy was home, like whenever the landlord was home, and interact as if they were interacting the way a walrus would interact with a person, like that. And that's how it fucking started. Really? They, yes. And There's they an started Craigslist post. Yes, and they started spitballing the idea like back and forth on the air, and they were like, "Holy shit, we're gonna make this movie!" And then they it like literally picked up steam and they found somebody to fucking put the movie out. It's the movie itself is so it's uh there's a it it doesn't like it takes a long there's a lot of build up, a lot of anticipation before the the payoff comes. Right. But it what it does it's so good that it's it's uh it's so memorable and impactful and so fucking demented. It just it sits with you like a like a rock in a pit of your stomach, man. It's it's really uh I can't it it gets very like the 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 Metacritic, the reviews are like very down the middle with it. Like I think it's like a fifty-five or sixty, 50, right. like low fifties uh, on the Metacritic or something. But man, if it's in my, I don't know. It was it was one of the one of the more memorable films I've seen, for better or worse, for better and worse. One of the more memorable films I've seen in the last few years. 
Yeah, me and my 11-year-old watched the, uh, the trailer on the way to New York City. For what? The other day. For Tusk. You watched the trailer for Tusk on yeah, the way to New York City? Yeah, because she's into morbid shit because, like that. Because she we has just like, had to watch this movie that came out a few years ago. Yes, she has. We were going to watch. No, we were going to watch the movie. We just watched the trailer. But, like, she's into morbid shit like that. You decided that you wanted to watch this movie with your 11-year-old daughter for her birthday as a, on, a, on their way to New York as a, as a pleasant Listen, surprise. we had an hour and a half on the train to burn, yo. Oh, man. You probably could have watched Tusk in an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably could have. Yeah, I, I was thinking, yeah, should have. Oh, I should probably tell you that the thing that's, not, that's really disturbing is not Haley Joel Osment. Once you get past the fact that that's Haley Joel Osment in the beginning, the Wait, kid what? from Sixth Sense... You know the kid from Sixth Sense? Yeah. The I see dead people. He's in that movie? Oh, yeah. He's grown up, and he is uh, He's the Yo, one of the... like, tragic, tragically... Well, like, so the, the, the movie itself, like, the, the basic civil premise is that there's these two characters that I guess have a, a podcast similar to Smodcast or whatever, and they uh, he's traveling to go and interview this guy when he gets turned into a... Uh, a walrus, right? One of the guys. So the guy that doesn't turn into a walrus is Haley Joel Osment. I see dead people, but he's like a fat. He's a big fat kid now. Right. He's just a really tall fat kid. That's a so that's not the surprising thing. Like seeing <laughs> seeing that the kid that sees dead people has just grown four feet, has now four feet longer legs, and has the exact same face but just got fat. That's it's not really that. He shocking. just got fat around his face. Yeah, the shocking part comes like an hour and thirty five minutes later when the movie ends. All right. Yeah. Not shot disturbing part. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm going to have to definitely sit down with that one of these days. Can't recommend it enough, man. If Just to make the world... It's the most I just want to see Justin Long be tortured it's, for an hour and a half. It's so uncomfortable, man. It's so uncomfortable. Is it uncomfortable? Because I don't really like him. It really <laughs> like is. Like, he did those Mac ads. <laughs> Smug motherfucker. You'll love this movie, then. <laughs> You you have the extra. The oh, and it was incentive. John Hodgman. John Hodgman was was PC. Oh, we were talk, we were trying to figure out the the I'm a the, I'm a Mac and I'm a PC Ed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I thought it was the guy, um, the the gentleman who does review with Forrest McNeil. Uh, I have no idea what that is. No, but that guy's that guy's from the state. Ah, uh, yeah, the state are... was the shit. Thank you. <laughs> fucking thank you this was a heated debate the other week were you on were you on this debate i don't think i was no i don't think i was really state, no. fucking oh, wait, no yeah i was we're yeah, we debated the yeah. state versus kids in the hall yep. i was like the state was so much fucking better uh, yeah yeah i was there for so much better than kids in the hall i don't think it's you know close. i haven't watched kids in the hall in a while but i want to say that kids in the hall was probably better because it was on hbo and they could just get away with more shit wasn't it on wasn't it a canadian television show though wasn't it was it a canadian yeah television it was a canadian television show? it wasn't like oh. an american yeah well, probably by by the state they had more experience and 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 mtv at that time probably let them play it loose so yeah State was better. They, dude, they fucking, they got away with shit that you could not get away with on TV right the now. s like, bars. All the fucking, like. And dipping sub- your balls Oh, yeah, shit. Jesus yeah. dipping his balls. Wait, no, it wasn't Jesus dipping his balls. It was, it was Louis. Louis. Louis, yeah. What was the Jesus skit? What was it Jesus? was Louis. Was it Louis? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Judas invites Louis oh, to the Last yeah, Supper. Oh, yeah, the Last Supper. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And then he fucking wants to dip his balls and everything and then yeah. they show up to arrest Jesus and Jesus that shit was on Hulu a while ago I, I have the complete series somewhere in a box set it's on VHS DVD oh 
DVD. Fucking best show ever. Ever. Is this still gonna be called a box set? Like the complete box set when it's just digital downloads? I don't know. Fucking I I as I said that I was like, wow, fucking I don't think I even have a DVD player anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna be really scared, like if like the shit goes out one of these days, I I have a Kindle. I'm happy I have a Kindle. Yeah. Because that that's like long term. Like I can get at least like five days out of that. Yeah. So if like the electric went out, I'm good for like five days on like some. What kind the of color media. or the paperweight? The paperweight. Dude. Oh yeah, the paperweight. Yeah, you can go for a while. I was gonna oh, say. Oh yeah. I got. Yeah, I love my paperweight. I love that thing. Yeah, I just sometimes I don't use it for like months at a time, and I'll just go pick it up and I'll look at it. And I'm like, it's still got like three quarters of a battery. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't touched it in two months, and it's still it's still like on. It's insane. Kindles are insane. I wish my phone could do that shit. I can get like two days out of my phone right now. This is the thing. When they find a way to transfer human energy into electrical energy, where like you could just jack your arm, right? Everybody's signing like up for friction. that shit. What do you mean, check your arm? They should be able to like, do it with, like, motion, like like a fucking automatic watch. Well, what they should have, right, which everybody would probably get cancer from, is, like, some Nikola Tesla shit, right, where, like, <laughs> they have these, like, giant, like, plasma balls just shooting right, sparks shooting electricity over your head. Through the air. But, like, it's so charging <laughs> all your batteries all the time. Well, realistically, fucking, like... And zapping, like, all your sperm. If you think about the way, like, an automatic watch works or, like, an eco-drive watch where it's, like, a combination of fucking solar and kinetic energy that charges the battery and then the battery fucking charges the device, like, there's no reason they can't do that. They just don't because there's fucking less money in it. Oh, yeah, because batteries cost money well, to... that's yeah. really hard to do. Money. Like, a kinetic, a kinetic thing to charge... Like, a, any I way know, to you kinetically put like a charge. fucking gyro... What, what is it called? Not a gyroscope. Is it a gyroscope? Yeah, but you need something way bigger. Like, you need something, like, the size of your knee. Like, if you were getting, like, like the impact from your knee, that's one thing. Yeah. But, like, if you're just getting, like, the swinging of your hand, that's not, that's not enough. And it, you can't I don't know, fit but the, that. Moving, the moving around in the pocket, I mean, if you think about it, like, like, if you throw a watch in your fucking pocket and not even on your wrist, it will fucking continually charge itself all day. Yeah, but that's a wristwatch. The, the power Much needs of that are way smaller. You're talking about yeah, generating a huge milliamps, of hour, milliamps yeah. per hour of a battery. That's it's true. just a lot more. That's why, like what I'm saying, a knee can produce that. Like, if you, if you had that shit attached to your knee, which they do have some stuff like yeah. that, that, like, can, you can charge and just charge you. Do it like a fucking Prius, like a Prius of phones. Like, it's yeah, half well, battery and half fucking motion. The, the, the Prius, the, the, the great thing about those things is they have the, these things that, that catch the shocks from like the brakes right that recycle like your braking energy back into the battery hmm. like that's some amazing shit because like it's reusing some of the energy that it's used to make the car go fast the energy you're using to stop it it's taking that energy back in and putting it back into the battery i have some dude who has a prius and fucking i didn't know he had a Prius, and I was like, "You don't strike me as a Prius driver." He was like, "Fuck that." He's like, "I fill this thing like once a month." Yeah, like I get like well over fifty miles to the gallon. I'm like, "That is fucking insane." When they came out with hybrids, I was looking for a hybrid minivan because I cannot have anything less than a minivan with a crippled kid. 
Like, it just doesn't work. Yeah. You got a wheelchair, you got a minivan. Or a bus. Which I've been considering getting one of those little tiny buses. Why don't you have a bus? I should have a bus. You mean like a a school bus, right? Yeah, like a tiny one. Oh, yeah, you should get a bus. Like but one I, of the half-size buses? Yeah. Short bus? Yeah. Just get a bus and paint it like, my, psych- my, psychedelic. My kid get Actually, my kid doesn't get on the short bus anymore. They use like a big-ass bus, and they just load a bunch of bunch of wheelchairs on there. <laughs> it's probably more efficient. <laughs> Wait, so how do they fucking... If they put you on a bus in a wheelchair, right? Yeah. How they got to they... jack you down with, like, straps. That's what I was going to ask. Like, how do they keep you stationary? Do yeah, they, like... they got to jack you oh, down with straps lift. and you have... Yeah, there's a hydraulic lift, right? Yeah, uh, well, there's, that's how you get on the bus. Do they, like, crank you down like a car, basically? Yeah, like they crank car, you down basically? like, tank, 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 tank. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. That explains why those buses take so long to fucking leave. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I never thought about that until just now. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, remember our fucking bus in middle school? Oh my god! Where, Yo, was it was the bus driver? I was his name T? No, that was high school. Oh, that no, was high school. Anytime I never took a bus in high school, but anytime I think I pass by like Rick Bus Company like hiring and shit, and I'm just like, fuck no, fuck no. I remember middle school. Fuck Dude, no. But we used to fucking throw shit off the fucking bus. Like it started oh, with at like people. Yeah. It started with like oh lunch god. stuff, but then people started bringing in like Nintendos and porcelain dolls, <laughs> and we would oh, throw yeah. them off the fucking 295 overpass. And we worked up to the point where we unbolted a fucking bus seat <laughs> and threw it off the back of the fucking bus. Yeah, we had emergency. Remember happen? one Holy time we pulled the emergency tools out, or we were just throwing axes around and shit. Fuck. There's a reason that they put cameras on buses now. Yeah, because of fucking assholes like us. Oh, we didn't have technology like that back then. They would just tell you they had technology like that. Yeah, they put in fake cameras and be like, we could see. Oh, yeah, there was a little, there was a little, like, domed out thing up there. It was definitely, they, 20 years ago, or 17 years ago, whatever. No, they did not have money for that. We're talking about thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, now it's, now it's feasible for anybody to do that. But, yeah, 20 years ago, that was not, that was not in the budget of the, this, this, this township school district. No, that's an app on somebody's phone now. Yeah. It's an app on everybody's phone. It's an app on a five-year-old's iPod. We were the fucking worst people ever. Oh, yeah. Really I fucking feel like were. fucking barbarians. When I tell my kids, and my kids, I feel like they're helicopter parented. What the hell is helicopter parenting? Like, it's like where you don't let your kids out of your sight. Right. You're just hovering, hovering over oh, them. Oh, yeah. I get it. Helicopters hover. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot <laughs> of children just kind of grow up that way. Dude, not only that, though, but, like, I talk to people who didn't grow up, like, around us, and I tell them, like, the shit, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this time when we were kids, we did this, and they'll look at me like, like, either they think I'm full of shit, or they think I'm absolutely fucking crazy. No, I think it's just the Northeast is a bunch of savages. It's true, but I mean, like, I'll talk to people who grew up in, like, suburban Pennsylvania, like Bucks County, and they'll be like, "What the fuck was wrong with you people?" I'm just like, "I, I thought that shit was normal." <laughs> I get like uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah. "That's how fucking is." That's like, that's not even a bad story. I yeah, could tell you some other shit. When I when I go to tell story, any kind of story that I've I've anything that's happened in my life, almost I it's it's it feels so normal to me. And then I get people that I just get the stares, these stares back at me that just yeah. like, "What the fuck?" 
be like the hour point because I think Nolan's probably did to fall asleep or maybe it's the half hour point because Nolan's yawning and getting tired. I know, tip, I'm, I'm awake now. Tip, typically about halfway halfway through the show, he, he reaches a point of the conversation where either we become – the stimulation is, is not enough, it's it, we're, too, we're too boring or he just can't physically stay awake anymore and he starts to doze off. So there's times where like it's an especially difficult task if it's just you and him in the room and you're having a conversation with just him and he yeah. falls asleep. <laughs> and then you're just yeah, staring at a just... blank face talking because that's happened one time but uh but yeah it must be it must be into that point of the show now so i don't know I, what we're saying sorry oh yeah we were just talking about how like we think things are normal and like we tell other people about them and they just look at us oh like, yeah i get i get blank you? stares i, I assume that it's normal the and then i realize that i'm incorrect <laughs> i mean i just up. think that we're all raised in these like weird family situations and then we think we consider things to be normal and then like at a certain point in our adulthood we're like introduced to reality right we're like wait it's not how why were we like this wait what the fuck? i often fucking i often stress well, I don't know if I stress the point, but I often discuss the point when, like, I talk about shit like this that I'm like, I wonder if people really change or if they're, like, they just develop, like, a fear of the consequence. Because when, like, you, when we were doing this kind of shit, it was, like, way, like, pre-fucking 9-11 and shit. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, there's shit that I've done that I could get fucking terrorism charges on now. That, like, were just stupid fucking dumb shit I did as a kid that, like, now I'd be fucking locked away for. But also, it's, like, the consequence of being fucking older than 18 and doing that shit. Like, you fucking set a tennis ball on fire and fucking throw it <laughs> throw it into a Wawa. It's, like, you know, when you're fucking 16 and it's fucking 1997, people are, like, fucking asshole, kid. <laughs> yeah. But, like, now you're going to fucking prison. Oh, that's a terroristic threat, yeah. Oh, hell, it's that's, threat. That's a terroristic <laughs> action. It's a terroristic action, yeah, you're right. That is, that is a terroristic move. But fucking, wow. you know, it's the kind of shit we do. And, like, now it's a big deal. Now Not only like, that, it's on it's on 12 video cameras and five people have recorded this yes. on, on their cell phones. It's posted on Instagram, yeah. Facebook Live video. You're everywhere all over the 6 o'clock news. Like, In 1997, there may have been a still picture of you somewhere. Like, I have, like, some pretty serious fucking road rage. And... I've calmed that shit down because now I'm like, oh, fuck, I got a family. I can't fucking get in trouble for, like, getting out of my car on fucking 95 for some Dude, dumb shit. I've done some dumb shit in front of my kids. Yeah. Freaked out. One time I chased this woman to wherever her destination was with my kids in the car, screaming the whole way on her ass. <laughs> I have noticed that I will react way worse if my family's in the car than if oh, they're yeah. not. When exactly. they're not, I'm just like, whatever, I don't fucking care. Like, you could fucking cut me this. off, slam the brakes, give me the finger, and I'm just like, I really, dude, I don't have time. But, like, if my family's in the car, I'm like, pride. you just fucking put my family in danger. Oh, yeah. Now I'm fucking chasing you down, and oh, yeah. when it's it comes way to worse kids, if they're in the car. Okay, here's a good situation. It just happened in New York City. I'm out with my daughter, right? right. My 11-year-old daughter. We're at Forever 21. And we're walking on our way, and we're, and we're like maybe five feet away from like the beginning of the line for the dressing rooms right. at Forever 21 in Times Square. And some Eastern European bitch runs between us and 
pushes us out of the way, pushes between what? me and my daughter. I'm holding her hand. She and I got a pile of clothes in one hand. I have her holding my other hand. <laughs> and some cunt, some Eastern European cunt just plows between us, right? To get in line. And and she's got a suitcase, like a full size, like rolling suitcase. Right. That she plows between us. And so I am just just saying the most disgusting things that I should say to a woman. Right. The things that I would never say, like, even to, like, my ex-wife anymore, I'm saying in public to a stranger that's behind me that's trying not to say anything because she is a deplorable human being and she knows that she was wrong for pushing over an 11-year-old. Right. You know? And then as... She left. I said, "Have a nice day." When she got out of the 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 the, the Finn room, because I couldn't I couldn't wait there with my right. daughter because they said, "Fuck you, you gotta get out of here, you weirdo. Yeah, can't just wait here." And I'm like, "Okay." So I, I <laughs> this this bitch goes past me to to get in line for the cashier, right? And and I'm like, my my daughter comes out like maybe two seconds later, and I'm like, "Okay, we gotta get in line for the for the cashier." And I push right. Right past this bitch, and I'm just talking about her the whole time, and my daughter the whole time is just saying, Daddy, can you stop? You're embarrassing me. And I'm like, this woman should be embarrassed the whole time. I'm just saying, like, the God's honest truth. And she did not say one thing to me. Yeah. She looked in the fire of my eyes as, like, a parent. Dude, people fucking don't. When, When people know they're wrong, they either, like, double down on being wrong and try to make you be the asshole, or they just fucking freeze and don't fucking react at all just like i hope this stops i hope this stops i hope this stops and like just try to fucking oh it was so insane i couldn't believe the gall of this woman (laughs) i love when people i I love when people double down on their ignorance dude oh (laughs) Oh, when they double down on the ignorance you kind of you don't even want to get mad you kind of want to laugh at you almost you almost appreciate it yeah (laughs) you're almost like oh you're that stupid there comes a moment of that appreciation yeah it you just sit in awe of the ignorance. Oh, I always double down. Do you really? <laughs> no, no. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes they will. Sometimes I'll fucking double down on the ignorance, like, for my own amusement, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I realize I troll myself a lot. Like, I, I mean, I, I just troll myself. I create moments in my life that one can consider... Uh, the irony is too thick. I don't know how else to describe it as tr- except trolling myself. Yeah. For example, I cook most foods. Then I, when I prepare foods in the oven, I put the, the oven at 420 degrees as a rule of thumb now. And my dad has uh, – my parents have noticed this because, again, I live with my parents. I'm cooking food, all of my food at the, the, uh, the symbol for – marijuana use consumption you know whatever you're burning all your food dude like, <laughs> what the fuck i'm criminally undercooking my like french on rice. one hand i appreciate your commitment on the other hand it's pittsburgh every day dude the, the, the whole the center hand, is like raw. everything you're eating is garbage <laughs> like, have a little fucking fried you put in your body and why the fuck are you cooking so much shit in the oven? Like, to get a fucking pot or a pan out once in a while. Get a like, toaster. What are you guys... Listen. Don't you fucking judge me. You fucking, like... 
putting pop tarts in the oven at 420 while there's a toaster on the fucking counter and you're just so committed that you're like fuck this toaster this is when i realized i'm trolling myself like i'm just you know they make toaster ovens right you can set those to 420 i'll have one of those things i fucking i doubled down being an asshole the other day fucking a couple days ago because uh a couple days no yesterday yesterday because um I gave my daughter a bath and my wife said something about like, I was, I don't know how it fucking came up, but she was talking, she has like a, a bath crown, we call it. It's just like this thing that you put on her head so that when you rinse her hair, the, the shampoo doesn't like seep get into in her, her eyes. eyes. Yeah. Okay. She's like, you got to be really careful with that soap. Like you can't get it in her eyes at all. And I was like, why? And she was like. It just really burns. I was like, I've gotten that soap in my eyes and it doesn't burn. And I just like... Don't you have that no-tear shit? Well, the shampoo, yeah. But like, just like the regular soap. We have like this Castile oil soap. But I like to just buy one tube of shit and be done with but it. But why would you put it in her eyes? <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> but she's like, you just really got to be extra careful. Make you sure wash your hair it burns. with like, like body soap? Really... No, no. I use, yeah, shampoo, use shampoo and then soap. Yeah. So... Please describe the way you bathe your daughter. No tear shampoo. So, so my kids like, are advanced. <laughs> They're onto Pantene Pro V at this point. I was like, it doesn't fucking hurt when it gets in your eyes. And she's like, how do you know that? And I just went with it. And I was just like, what do you mean? How do I know? Like, because fucking when I wash my eyes, it doesn't burn. And she was like, what do you mean wash your eyes? And I just oh, I, this is why I your wife fucking, asked me if I wash my dude, eyes. Dude, I quadrupled down. I was just like, Did you put soap in your eyes? No, I didn't. But I was just See, like, that's that's where you gotta go. You gotta go to those depths, dude. right? So <laughs> I should have. I could just put it in my. I should have, but I was just like, I was like, fucking. What do you mean you don't wash your eyes? I'm like, how the fuck do you clean your eyes? She's like, you're kidding. I know you're fucking with me. I'm like, okay, sure, I'm fucking with you. And I just like wrote it out, and she's, like, she's like. I was so then fucking we were driving and Ananda woke up and I was like, baby, did did daddy did daddy wash your eyes? And she goes, mm hmm, because I did get a little bit of soap in her eyes. And I knew she was going to say yes. She's like, uh huh. And she was like, you can't fucking wash your eyes. Like at that point, she believed me. And I was like, what kind of fucking family did you grow <laughs> up in where they don't wash their eyes? And she's like, me, my brother, my sister, my mother, my father, none of us have ever ever fucking washed our eyes i was like oh and you all wear glasses i was like do you think that's fucking coincidental i was just like riding it fucking home <laughs> until she just like gave up and was like all right whatever i guess you fucking wash your eyes i was wondering why i was asked that question when i walked in the door tonight yeah i, I was hellbent yeah. i was fucking hellbent it makes more sense so. she was gonna she was like i'm gonna text your mother and ask her i was like go ahead and she's like oh no now i know better because fucking i once had my mother insisting that my middle name was Fran Drescher because she's just fucking ass. And I was like, it's Fran Drescher. The F stands for Fran Drescher because my mother loved the nanny when I was growing up. And my mother just fucking like played along with it. And it was great. That's the end of that story. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope someone else has something to say. <laughs> I wasn't into the Fran Drescher that much. Oh, God, I hope we're not talking about Fran Drescher. No, no. Actually, your mom does Didn't draw me, just draw comparisons cancer? to Fran Dresser to me. I yes. when I picture your mom, I can picture Fran Dresser standing right next to her. Yeah, like there would be sisters. That would make sense. I can't remember if your mom has that laugh though. No, like, she does not. No, the no. Fran Dresser laugh. That's the nanny laugh. I don't think Fran Dresser actually talks like that. 
Are you telling me that Richard Godfrey doesn't really talk like that? Who's Richard Godfrey? Who's Richard? Oh, I don't know. The guy that talks like an asshole? What are you talking about? I don't know. We were talking about he's Fran the he's Drescher. the male version of uh, Fran Drescher. I'm just saying that I think Fran Drescher's character on the nanny is not her real voice because oh, I've seen her in other things. I just I'm just having a talks. I'm having a partial okay. conversation in my head and I just made a big leap and I I guess well, I left everybody else out of that. Since we're yeah. talking about, about since we're talking about people that talk fucking weird, you know the guy from the B52s. He talks like that all the time, like yeah. even in person. Because yes. I met him in person once and he was like. Asking me all kinds of stuff, and he was just like, "But that's the da, da, da. And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah." That's awesome. He talks like a Black game show host. down there. Yeah, I got me a Chrysler. It's as big as a whale. I, I should talk <laughs> like that all the fucking time. <laughs> I would I would love to just fucking gauge people's reactions. Do you guys remember the micro machine? The micro machines guy. The micro machines commercial guy. Wasn't the micro yeah. machines guy? Um. John DeBella? Or was it somebody else? Uh, I just remember him talking, speaking incredibly nah, fast. he just, he, wasn't he the World War, uh, no, uh, Guinness Book of World Records, like, fastest speaker? Possibly. Was he? I mean, he, I could see that. He, like, it seemed like his, I could never tell if that was a character thing, like, And then he, had he a just practice, got that his, because of that? Yeah, like, what were his, were his casual conversations held with such, uh, feverish, uh, 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 Rates of speed, I guess. I don't well, know. Do you remember Twista? No. He was like the fastest rapper. I don't know who that is. No. He's Mike a fat guy. guy. John Machida. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is his name is his name Micro Machines? John, John Machida Jr., also no. known as Motormouth John Machida. Motormouth is an American spokesperson and singer, best known singer. He's a singer. Is he still alive? Oh, I want to hear some of this. Yeah, he is. Nineteen seventy-nine to present. Can nice. you play some of his music? Is he he on, appeared in over 100 commercials as the Micro Machines guy, as well as a 1981 ad for FedEx. He provided the voice for Blur in the Transformers the movie, the Transformers animated, and directed two video films. Machida has been billed, uh, credited with credit in the Guinness Book of World Records as the fastest talker. Look at you. With the See? ability to articulate 586, holy shit, 586 words per minute. 586 words. His record was broken in 1990 by Steve Woodmore, who spoke 637 words per minute, and subsequently by Sean Shannon, who spoke 655 words per minute in 1995. That's one word every 10 seconds. Raised with five sisters, Mushita said that he just needed to talk fast as a form of self defense to get a word in edgewise. That's amazing. That's interesting. I want to fucking see. Yeah, can you find some of his music? I, I really want to. Just a single song. Would John, M-O-S-C-H-I-T-T-A. I have to look this because up. Because of technology, can you just strap the cell phone to the microphone and let it play for a minute? I could. I'm sure there's a way I could run it right through the fucking computer. I got but, a soundboard. Uh, That's just so I can MP3 crazy. use some emails. Or email use some MP3s. Upload use some .wav files. Apparently he's been on Family Guy. He hasn't been on South Park yet? I hope he has original music. He sings bad in 20 seconds? I hope it's original. 
Is it? No, no. Like bad. I've had people come up to me left and right since I've been here. Uh, usually they do something like, <laughs> or you know, aren't you that guy? And so you know, everyone thinks they're being very clever, but they all do one of three things. John Mashita's claim to fame is that the Guinness Book lists him as the world's fastest talking man. This is a long video. <laughs> Why does he sing bad? The Michael Jackson songs. Yeah. I imagine him. It said the spoof of academia. I imagine him getting ready to do his best Weird Al impersonation. But he's got like a really quick cadence. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a very metered cadence too. Yeah. Especially if I'm doing an industrial film or something and you're trying to get six pages of dialogue out and I'm sitting there and I never memorize the things because they change them at every last minute. So I'm looking right into the camera and there's a teleprompter there and I'm reading it and I'll mispronounce a word that nobody will catch. I mean, it won't be a bad mispronunciation, but it'll, it'll be wrong. And my brain will hear it. But I'll keep going because nobody stopped me. And about six words later, the brain goes, whoa, you can't get away with that. And all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> and I go, what'd you stop? It was great, it was great. I said, no, I mispronounced that word four paragraphs back. Long trouble can come from the air you breathe at work, but thanks to the American Lung Association, you can breathe a little easier. They're working <laughs> to fight all these lung disease. Your lungs are a miracle. Take care of your lungs. They're only human. And if my lungs weren't in great shape, I couldn't have said all this. The, American uh, the reason you were put into the Guinness Book, by the way, was because you sang the song, uh, you got a you got you trouble, got trouble. Okay. right from the music man um can you give us a little bit of that let's i'll give it a shot i haven't done okay, it in a while here, here so let's see um freddie the cause of the situation you do not wish to tell you when i wrote the cannabis test to indicate about the presence of pool table in your community wake up my friends right here say to avoid university where i'm going to place it might be the same was my first statement to the arsenal to cool my hand gold and the person said cool and keen eye so it's a little fast to understand, but when they slow it down, if you put this on a lexicon time compressor and you slow it down, really? you will in fact hear each and every word. That's how they, they have to verify it to be a record. So here's a new contemporary challenge. This is from uh, Michael Jackson's new album, uh, his uh, first cut there, Bad. Michael Jackson's sort of new album, Bad. Wait, that's how long the first chorus there, okay? I'm gonna tell you right, you show, show your face in the broad daylight. I'm telling you how I feel, gonna hurt your mind. Don't shoot to kill, come on, come on, lay it on me, all right. I'm giving you one on a count of three to show you step or let it be. I'm telling you, just watch your mouth. I know you game, what about you? Well, I say the sky's a limit, and to me, that's really true. But my friend, you see nothing, just wait till I get through because I'm bad, bad. Come on, come on. Bad, bad, really, really bad. And you know I'm bad, I'm bad, you know, you know, bad, bad, really, really bad. You know I'm bad, I'm bad. Come on, come on, you know, bad, bad, really, really bad. It's not really singing. He sounds like what I imagined Robot having sex with No, but I bet if you slowed that down, it would sound like he was singing. You think? I just I imagine so. that was like robots having bad sex. That's what that would sound like. I think bad, so. Bad, 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 I bad. guarantee, right? It would sound like he was singing if you slowed that down. Why do you think that? Because I think that's him in his cadence, him singing. Okay. And if you slow that cadence down, see his cadence, it, it, it comes out like if you're just 
written something out. But if you slowed that down, it could have like a melody to it. I don't know, man. I think he's just rushing through it. Because even even when he was saying "I'm bad," he's not enunciating. He's not right. There was pauses in between those. They were just quick pauses. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, it it seems like the singing is secondary. Him talking fast through songs. Yeah, I would like to hear it gone through a lexicon or whatever bullshit. The singing is him reciting the words. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Well, you could do that now and just bring it into the computer and press, you know. You could. Be a drop an effect on there. A little bit of pain in the ass, but you could slow it down. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking fast now after listening to that. Nah. Nah, because I could understand what he said. I think that's just... I think that's a Northeastern thing that we talk faster. Oh, definitely. Our is. lives are a lot faster, so we talk faster. It definitely is, but there's also like a, uh, a fucking. It that's obviously like a different speed, right? Like he's got a skill set, like a yeah. weird fucking oh, yeah. skill set. That's a weird skill. Yeah, it's a super. But weird he, you, you could notice when he was just regularly talking, it was a quick pace, but it wasn't anywhere quick. He has to like actually try to get to yeah. those levels. I wonder if all of those guys, like, have jobs reading, like, the fucking, the legal shit at the end of commercials. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like, fucking, make calls, dizziness or blindness and drowning, and fucking, you know, contact your doctor. Well, in those instances, they're actually reading some copy text. In the instance where he's just talking in an interview, they're like, he's just, he's talking, so he has to actually think of the things to say, you know? I just realized what I said. Which is may cause dizziness, blindness, or drowning. Or drowning. <laughs> like you take some fucking medicine and you suddenly You make it dizzy or you drown. drown. Like fucking water just starts filling the room and you're drowning. It's like, what happened? Oh, I took pamperin. I took a water pill. Fucking, and I'm drowning, drowning in water. You're, you're drowning in your bedroom after fucking taking like an allergy. Taking like a fucking Claritin and all of a sudden your house fills up with water. <laughs> Holy shit, okay. That sounds like some fucking <laughs> oh, Nightmare on Elm Street shit. Uh, anyway. I think I'm out of ideas for this show. Yeah, I think I've I, I've been up for a good 22 or some odd hours. Really? 22? I don't know how something you do like that, that shit, dude. It? I woke up at like 4 or something. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I can't. Nah, I've been up since 7. That's not that bad. Mm. I've not been know. up since I've probably been up since like eight. It's becoming a fucking terrible habit. Up, but yeah. All right. Well, I guess we will call it a show, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Mm. Kisses. Next internet. Next internet. <laughs>